This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. You're listening to the Ask Jennifer Podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. And you are tuning in to Ask Jennifer the Podcast, where we talk about my favorite thing, which is everything, everything, small business. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the hardest things to do, and that's just not as a small business, but just to manage our time wisely and how to do that is a lot. And I'm one of those people who definitely need the tips that these very, very professional and organized ladies will be telling us today. Um... So, yes, and I feel like I am a person who has a lot to do all the time, but I spend most of my time scrolling through Instagram and Facebook. So, with that being said, uh, I want to welcome Kiki with the Farmer's Hand and Folk, which is actually one of the top 10 restaurants in the country. Mm -hmm. And also Cinnamon Washington with Delightful Scents and Delightful Ribbons. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for being here. You're going to share some of your wisdom on how to manage your time wisely because I've spoken to both of you ladies just you on a panel Kiki when you were telling me your process and I was just like uh. <laughs> and then cinnamon has a very tight schedule yes. which I don't even know how you get any of that done but before we get into the conversation with these ladies just a few reminders that the all Things Ticketing uh, is for all of your small business needs. It is our newest platform uh, under Ask Jennifer. And it's great for small businesses if you want to sell your tickets, sell your products. And um, it's a great platform. So we want everybody to check that out. Also, All Things Detroit will be Sunday, March 31st at the Eastern Market. And we want everybody to download the mobile app or go to ilovealthingsdetroit.com for more information. And we will see you there. So, ladies... Let's get into this time management thing. I suck. Let me just say this. Uh, I feel like I do. Does anybody play with their phone a little bit more than like getting things done? I don't know, Kiki. You look like you get stuff done. Me, I'm, <laughs> I'm constantly scrolling through like Instagram and Facebook. No. <laughs> no, you, you definitely don't. No. So a little bit. Let, before we get into all of that, Kiki, yeah. just tell me a little bit about the farmer's hand, how you got started, and just tell me a little bit about your business. Yeah. Um, so the Farmer's Hand, we started it about three years ago. Um, it was really started by me and Rohani, my business partner, um, who had a, a dream, a goal to bring fresh food um, and better access to it to Detroit. Um, we saw a need where there were Detroit farmers who mm -hmm. were farming in the city, um, but only had a few platforms to sell their products which mostly were farmer's markets. And it's very labor intensive, um, just farming in general, but also having to also then take your produce, haul it over to a market, sell it. And so we thought there has to be some kind of seven day a week, you know, several hours a day, 
additional platform for them. And we figured it was going to have to be an all local market. So in addition to selling produce, we also sell meat, eggs, bread, dairy, all, all which ways. Um, but for us, it really is about creating, I guess, a platform for the local small business community mm-hmm. um, to sell their goods um, and to do it often and to not have to actually be there all the time having to do it, but actually do what they love the most, which is making it. Because a lot of these businesses, they don't have their own brick and mortar. So the best way to do it is to sell in a store like here. So what type of products do you guys kind of like look for when you actually want to carry like a small business owner's uh, products? Just for those who are listening who may have like something that they, you know, a product where they they may feel that would be great for it. Yeah. Um, So our store is fairly tiny um, compared to most grocery stores, which can be, you know, 30,000 square feet. Um, We are a fraction of that. Um, So we do choose our products really carefully. Um, Mm -hmm. The idea is really um, to look for, we taste everything, we meet everyone, and we also talk very candidly about how we feel it's packaged and marketed. Mm -hmm. Um, We think that it needs to be, as far as the packaging goes, really clean um, nutritional information on the back. Um, If you, you know, are a... Uh, you know, there's good Michigan food or good food Michigan um, partner. That's always great to have on there too. Um, but really, it's all about just kind of like a freshness mm-hmm. um, in how you're packaging it. As far as taste goes, um, Rohani and I both have food backgrounds, um, and so it's got to be bomb. <laughs> it's just <laughs> right. got to be bomb. And, and tasting it is very important. I wonder yeah. how many people actually welcome things in their store and not even taste it. I never even really thought about that. Oh yeah, we taste everything. Everything, yeah. And that's also because, I mean, we also sample everything out to our staff as well because mm-hmm. we feel like you sell a product better if you know it. And for food, it's if you've tasted it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Which definitely makes sense. <laughs> and what about you, Cinnamon? Where? Um, what about you? Well, my company started 12 years ago. It actually started as a hobby for my sister. She was a Detroit police officer, and I was ready for her to retire. <laughs> And she'd been a cop since she was 18. So it was all, being a police officer, all she knows. So she started dabbling in different things. And she invited me over. She showed me how to make candles. Um, I took the process. I ran with it. She was my partner in the beginning. We was originally called Burning Flame Candles. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. We, my mother was a pastor. She had her own church in Mount Clemens. So we used to sell out of her gift shop. But she didn't like the name Burning Flame. So we renamed it to Delightful Sense. A couple months in, my sister decided it wasn't for her, so I just took it, and I ran with it. And now you are— And now here I am, 12 years later. 12 years later. 12 years later, and you have two businesses. I have have two businesses. Delightful Ribbons. I have Delightful Ribbons. Delightful Ribbons was started because of my daughter. She wanted to be an illustrator, an artist, and I was teaching her different ways— to get her art out there, it don't have to be on paper. I taught her how to put it on wood, how to put it on canvas, and I taught her how to put it on T-shirts. But we decided to put it on baby doll instead of putting it on humans. That way she can express herself more. And at the time, you know, she was eight years old, and her drawings was more towards the younger Younger. audience. And that's how that came about. One thing about you two that I'm very impressed with, like I said, I've had a conversation with you both, and you guys both are... Very, very organized. I remember being on a panel with you, Kiki, and you were talking about the paperwork. And you were talking about how, no, like, this is, like, categorized this way and this way. And, like, I carried all my files with me. And I'm thinking, like, (laughs) all of my stuff is, like, at home. I don't have files with me. I'm just leaving it one place. And, like, being an entrepreneur, just, like, 
has it always been this way when you were starting the business? Were you always very, very organized and very detailed? Or do you feel like it's something that you just kind of had to adapt because, um, you know, here's this entrepreneur lifestyle where it's not like you working the job where there's a process already made out for you? Mm. Um, so for me, I I am a Capricorn. Um, <laughs> so I, I am... I am a very organized person in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also probably the hardest on myself than anything else, meaning that everything has to be very perfect. I'm a perfectionist. Um, but that being said, even still, I think that I could always improve, right? So I'm always trying to figure out how to be more efficient in my day-to-day, um, how to be more organized, how to create better systems. And sometimes there are systems that I create for myself or for Rohani and I that I think that, you know, it makes sense for the two of us, but our staff doesn't receive it the same way that we intend for it to be. So then it's a constant, like, tweaking, improving, bettering the systems um, just so that, you know, it comes across and it, it it can be the most efficient and effective way to do something. Um, so I think it's, it's like a work in progress all the time, yeah. you know, and I think... Um, so for that for that particular um, <laughs> panel that we were on, um, yeah, I, so I do our bookkeeping, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think, because we work with over 100 different um, small food businesses in the area, I, and of course, can still improve, but I have to be really organized with that because I'm dealing with their finances, um, I'm dealing with our finances in relation to theirs, um, and so a lot co- goes into play with that, um, and you know, just in order to get everyone's story straight, business straight, um, information straight, I have to create systems. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. So do you like iron your clothes like the night before, Kiki, if you have to be <laughs> I lay them out. <laughs> I make sure they look good. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like... Oh yeah, let me put these pants on. I think that'll get the wrinkles out of them. <laughs> yeah, she is the total opposite of me. I don't do any of that. You know, for me, uh, in the beginning, it was I just did this, did that. It was just kind of go as it was. Mm-hmm. As I got bigger, my clientele, I realized certain things wasn't working anymore. And even though the things that I did last year, as far as far as being organized, I don't do it now. Mm-hmm. It's changed, and the main reason it's changed is now I'm in five stores, mm-hmm. so my inventory and tracking the way that I was originally doing it is not working anymore because mm-hmm. now I have to do spreadsheets for yeah. five different stores. So the way I organize everything is completely different. Mm. Whereas before, it was like all I did was street shows. So this was this street show. This was street shows. Now it's like street show, store, 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 street show, street show, street show. I'm not mm-hmm. giving up street shows. That's mm. like my life. Mm-hmm. That's like the only way I get out the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's not go there, Jennifer. I, I was going <laughs> to. That's coming up. That's one of my questions. I'm sorry. Uh, Kiki just got married. So we're going to touch on that. And we're going to touch on, you know, we're going to the balancing. So it's coming. It's coming. So you know this already. Okay. Uh, <laughs> look, she doesn't even want to continue. She doesn't even want to go. But so that's kind of like my next question is like, how do you come up with a plan? So just say that there's, uh, do you usually come up with it or do your, you and Rahani together come up with it? Like, so, you know, how do, when you get this new task, like how, how would, how did you come up with like a plan to manage the time better? Like, how do you come up with like, I'm going to do this at this time, this process. Do you have like a daily structure Mm. or a weekly structure of what it is that you, like your daily to do. Like, you know how some people are like, 
go to the gym at 6 a.m., get the cool kids off of school by 8. I have a 9.15. Mm. Like, is your day-to-day like that, Kiki? Mm. Um, it is, actually. <laughs> um, but only, so the beginning of this year, actually, no, let me actually go back a little bit. Um, it was in fall. So we we opened Folk, the restaurant, um, back in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought that it would just be a simple extension of the farmer's hand, Um and our same clientele would come, and we realized that it was a whole bigger beast. Mm-hmm. We It turned from a little cafe to a full-service restaurant kind of overnight. Um, and then I realized that the way that we were going about things, um, just even, I mean, as far as scheduling is concerned, payroll, all of these things, it all changed very drastically. And it put a lot of additional pressure on Rohani and I where we went from a staff that was small of like six people to a staff of over 20 people. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's good, right? I, I'm excited that we get to offer more jobs Mm -hmm. right out here, but at the same time, it means additional staff to manage additional concerns, um, additional, uh, just needs. Costs. Like it's just a lot. Cost payroll taxes don't even get me started. Uh, yeah, on, it's a, it's a whole thing because as our thing. as our business grows and as all these things happen, it's so much more responsibility. It's yep. so much, and it's money. It's a it's, it's, money. it's more money. And like I tell like I tell people all the time, as when they say more money, more problems, like or more, you mm-hmm. know, like the more it's it's more expensive. Yeah. Because like the bigger all things Detroit grows, the more expensive it gets. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not staying the same. It nope. could be in the same place, but it's not staying the same. The cost of the venue is going mm-hmm. up. You know what? You're adding different things. So as business grows, like there's just all these different things. And like with me, I don't have um, I definitely need to be more organized um, because when I don't have anything to do mm. or if it's slower for me, my anxiety is on like 86. Yeah, I'm the same way. And I'm like, the month of January, I'm like, what? oh my God, like I'm done with this. Like, And there's so many like little things I could do, probably like, preparing myself to be organized. But I'm mm. like, where's like the the pressure? Where's the hustle and bustle? Where is this? And like my mm. anxiety is like, uh. but I definitely need to be um, a lot more organized than I am. I feel like I need to structure it out a lot better because I'm all over the place and I'm very, very addicted to my phone. See, mm. me, <laughs> I got everything on a timeline. That yeah. is right. Your schedule is... Timeline. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Monday through Friday. Okay. I get up. I take the kid to school. Mm-hmm. My business, I don't start my business until 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm doing, whether it's updating the website, whether it's doing social media, mm-hmm. whether it's pouring or labeling, it's done between 9 a.m. I mean, yeah, 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. I stop at 2 p.m., clean up whatever I'm doing. 2.30, I leave the house, go get my kid. I get her home. Days like today, I take her to dance. It's just nothing that's done on Monday. Tuesday... Through Ramsey, it's the same schedule. Mm. It's just that at two thirty, I stop, and it's when I pick my daughter up. It's just you and her. It's mm-hmm. just you and her, her and I. <laughs> you know, it's whatever. Friday, I don't work. Okay, for nice. delightful sense either. And a lot of people mm. wonder why, and that's because when show season start, most shows either start on Friday mm. or setups on Friday. So I always take Friday for myself. I work Saturday and Sunday, whatever event I'm doing. Mondays, I don't work either. Mm-hmm. And you know why? Because if I do a show on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, <laughs> You're tired. You're not I am tired on Monday. On Monday. <laughs> and it's even like that on my website. Mm. Now, I originally set that schedule to work only for the summer because I do most of the shows in the summer. But uh, I made it permanent. And my clientele has accepted it. And it's, it works for me. Mm. It gives me a time to rejuvenate, 
I have my relaxed day, which is Monday. I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I process any order mm. during that time. Friday, I load my truck, pack up, whatever I need to do. Now, also between 9 and 2, I may get up if I take, get up on a weekday to take her to school at 7. I may start the wax because it takes two hours to mm-hmm. melt because it's a big pot. And then at 9 o'clock, I'll actually boom, boom, boom. Whatever I don't get done that mm. day between that time frame, it won't happen. And that even goes for the summer. I don't change it because the seasons change. Mm. It stays the same. My daughter knows between 9 and 2, don't bother mommy. It is what it is. You get me afterwards. That's some hell of a discipline, mm-hmm. I must say. I'm straight I, to that. I, 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 I want to be that discipline. It I, took a minute. I, I try to be that discipline because I've been getting up and I've been going to like boxing, but sometimes I oversleep in the morning and mm-hmm. my trainer's texting me like, yep, get here before this time. <laughs> so got to see you today. And so yeah. I wish that I could be, I, I'm a work in progress. I, but that is like from nine to two just doesn't seem like a long enough time to me to get. I, you would think, but you know, and a lot of people say, well, how many candles can you pour in that time frame? 200. I have a strategy. Now, I've been making this for 12 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say the first 10 years, it was just, I work on, I, people say I work best under pressure. pressure. Mm. So if I got a three-day show this week, I won't like pour into like a few days before and I'll be rushing. And I noticed the odor that I'm getting because evidently I'm aging. I didn't know. <laughs> so my body's reacting differently. So last year I said something has to change. So I changed my strategy on how I pour my candles. And let me tell you, I started this year off with the same strategy. I have not poured candles in three weeks because I poured so hard the first two weeks of January that I'm already ready for my show on February the 17th. All right. That's the way to do it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a good I, thing because I'm ready. But the bad thing is I'm the type of person that I have to have something to do. Mm-hmm. See, you talk about anxiety. I have depression. And I'm mm-hmm. worse in the winter because there's no sun. Mm-hmm. I get my energy from the sun. Yes. So I constantly have something. I mm-hmm. have to constantly have something to do. Mm-hmm. So the new thing is, for the last three weeks, I've been teaching myself to sew. Okay. And mm-hmm. my sister's like, you don't need another hobby, but I do. Yeah. It's the only thing that keeps me going. And she's like, go pour. I can only pour for so much, for so long. Yeah. I can only build stock for so long. And I can't believe it took me 12 years to figure out this new strategy that I got going on. And it's working. It's like, I can't believe I'm ready for a show. And I still got two weeks. Whereas normally, oh my God, I got to get this. I got the business cards. I do this. I do this. But I, I timelined it. And I was like, girl, brush off your shoulder. <laughs> well, you definitely have one schedule. And my new hobby is just like, you know, walking around dancing to my little old school, doing a little gig in between, in between, in between picking up the phone. I'm like, hey. Right. That's like my new hobby because I feel like I, I definitely need a little sunlight, but I definitely need to be like more positive and everything like that. So mm. uh, is there any tips that you would give for any small business owner to help them get on the right track to staying organized? Kiki, I'm sure you have some lovely tips. So I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely believe, again, because we have a lot of staff, um, I like to plan it out first before I verbally give direction. Mm-hmm. So for me, a lot of January has been, and also December too, has been figuring out how to become more efficient. So for example, like where is my time best served? Is it served being a bookkeeper or is it served going out, meeting people, forming relationships, testing new product, that kind of thing. 
Um, for right now, it's the latter. It's I, and also I don't like being a bookkeeper, mm-hmm. but I felt like I had to do it. So, and it also is about figuring out what I enjoy about being a business owner and how I can carve out more time to do that. Because it's very easy for me to be pulled into like, here's an HR problem. Here's a financial problem. Here's, you know, this new venue. Here's this art vendor. Here's this new catering opportunity. Here's this new blah, 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 blah. It's all over the place. And unless I create boundaries. Um, so a lot of the planning is about figuring out what my boundaries are and then figuring out who I can delegate to. So I guess in one word, it would really be delegate. 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 Plan and figure out who you can delegate to. Delegate. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Someone told me, like, Jennifer, you are still working, like, in your business. You're not, like, outside, like, or I don't know, whatever they were saying. But they Don't work in your business. (laughs) That's the goal. They say don't work. They're like, you're working in your business. That's what you're doing. They're like, that's what you're working in your business. And so I'm just like, I'm just doing what I do. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, for me, it's like, when you just made a statement where you said, like, you're trying to figure out like what you like as a business owner like yeah. to do. I am trying to figure out what I like as Jennifer, the person right. to do. I lost that in my business. I love my business. I love what I do. And it's my all day, my every day. Sure. It's what's on my mind. It's this, this. And I'm sure with like all of us. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm trying to figure out like, what is it that I can take like some of my time to do that I love to do? What did I like to mm-hmm. do before I had a business? And it has been the hardest thing for me to try to figure out because I feel like I, I can't remember that. Like, what did I do? Well, because now you're used to doing everything. Yeah. I think that's the thing is, especially like when we first started the farmer's hand, we were everything. We were the farmer's hand. Mm-hmm. Me and Rahani were working the counter and we were also doing the schedule and we were doing the ordering and we were testing out new products and we were trying to like figure out when to like take meetings and it just became this, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I think we realized like, why are we on the floor? Like now, cause we're, we are our staff, mm-hmm. right? And so is our time best spent on the floor? Probably not. Maybe every now and again to say hi to people who have become regulars and have a face um, in the business. But yeah, it's a lot about, I, at least I'm realizing, trying to figure out what I'm best at and using those strengths in order to drive the business forward versus feeling like I can do everything. everything. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually getting out of that. Like I, I do have like an uh, um, a assistant, like an online assistant that does mm-hmm. like the emails and different things like that. Cause I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. I just can't like spreadsheets and all that type of stuff. Like it's just at this point right now, it's not in my day to day because my time is like meetings and getting new projects mm-hmm. and getting new contracts and different stuff like that. And so it's, it's just not, but I've been thinking lately, like, do I really need like a personal assistant? Because mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about that. I'm like, but my my thing is too, like, I would need them every day. I feel like I would have like a personal assistant come and help me with, excuse me, with help me do a couple of things, maybe two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. But then me, Jennifer, as a person, I think like, why would you need a personal assistant? Just do it, Jennifer. Like, I have that mm. in my head because I'm like, I have this thing of like. Who are you to need like a personal assistant? I know it's weird. You're busy. Right, right. (laughs) You're busy. And it's like, why am I even thinking that way? Cinnamon, there's something that you want to say. I had a personal assistant. It was actually my niece. She she called herself my runner girl. So um, whenever I needed something small or tedious uh, that I really didn't want to do, she was my go-to girl. So she would come over on the weekends and whatever I had between a certain time frame, because I put her on a time frame with everything else, 
And she know she know during this time, if I need her to do this, do that, go to a store, take Asia, feed Asia, whatever it was that I needed, that's what my niece was for. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did. You know, she's turning 19 now. So it's like, heck with auntie. I, I got to express myself, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But been there, done it. I had that. So if I had a tip for uh, another entrepreneur, it would be plan your time wisely. And when I say that, I mean, plan everything that you have to do in your business. Write it down like you write down your bills. Mm-hmm. You know how you write down your bills and how much it is and when it's due? Mm-hmm. Write down what you have to do for your business, whatever it is, and how long it takes you to do it. Mm-hmm. Then you figure out how much you can do within a certain time frame. And be sure to give yourself a break. And then once you have everything, you know, organized on, it takes me this long to do this, this long to do this, I need to do this twice a week, then you can make you a planner and say, well, Monday I do this at this time, this time, and eventually you're just going to automatically do it. And mm-hmm. it's going to be hard the first week because you got to get used to that crunch time. But mm-hmm. once you get in there and you got your time lined up, boom, you're going to be done like 20, 30 minutes before you're supposed to because you didn't got it down packed. But you got to write it down. You got to know how long it takes you. You have mm-hmm. to time yourself. Well, how long it takes me to uh, make a scarf or whatever it is. You have to timeline yourself. And you also need to figure out what time of day works best for you because everybody's not a morning person. Mm, that if is you true. know you got a slow start and you got to drink five cups of coffees and watch the TV news and read a newspaper, then mornings are not for you. I am a person who likes to get up early and then have the day over with earlier. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I worked a regular job, I didn't like working Mondays and I didn't like working Fridays. (laughs) Those are like Monday and Friday. I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't like. So sometimes I'll take like, I won't do as much on a Friday. Mm -hmm. I never say that there is like a day that I never do anything for my business. So like. Even if it's like answering an email, but I have to make myself not answer certain emails on a weekend because I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, because then people feel like it's okay. Like she's working constantly, which I am, and it's always on my brain. So do you guys actually schedule uh, me time? Do you put that on your schedule to schedule me time? Yeah, Um, because I'm the same way, because even when I'm not working on my business, I'm reading books about, you know, how to better structure it. I'm reading books about how to be more financially effective. And so I'm constantly, it's like this like self-help, self-care thing. But on my phone, you'd mentioned phones earlier. I actually give myself, my phone turns off at a certain time of night and I have to manually turn it back on. Like essentially I've set myself a, after 9 PM, Mm -hmm. my phone will just, it'll stop. It'll be on do not disturb. Mm -hmm. People can call me, but they'll get my voicemail. So I don't even see the calls come in. My social media shuts down after I do it on two hours. So I can't use social media after I've already used it for two hours that day, which is really easy. If I'm updating the, you know, um, we have two different pages in my personal page and then Facebook. That's on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? Then you add Facebook to it. It's easy to spend two hours on social media, reading oh, things, looking at things. But so I realize that I am not an efficient person. I'm just sitting there scrolling through Instagram. So I set myself a time limit too. And on iPhones, you can do that with any app. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's more about, so my husband, now that I'm recently married. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, it was that I would be sitting there doing emails when we're supposed to be spending like quality time together. I'd be at dinner doing the same thing. And he's like, you're not actually present. And I realized I wasn't being present at all. So even when I'm out with friends or out with my family, I was working on my business. And my thought was, you know, 
there are, again, with the boundaries, like there are things that I can't always be available all the time for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so instead, I realized that I needed to train other people to respond to the times that I am available. Um, and so to your point, actually, you had mentioned um are you a morning person, evening person, work better that way? I a thousand percent agree. I'm a morning person. I wake up at five o'clock every morning. I go work out. I love being by myself in the morning. Mm-hmm. I get the most done. My brain is super active. And so I realize that I do the workout for me. I make breakfast for myself every morning. So I really enjoy breakfast. Um, and then I start to go through like the emails, the nitty gritty, the financials, all of those things that take my brain power. Mm-hmm. And then the afternoons, I do meetings. I can talk all day, but I don't want to waste that time in the morning when my brain is firing, firing, right. firing. So, yeah, That's absolutely. actually a really good plan. That may, mm-hmm. You know, it, it definitely does work. Because for me, like, I, I'm supposed to take the boxing three times a week. And, like, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm so on it. It's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good, you know. And then don't let me have, like, a late night. I can't get up, you know, because it's hard for me to go to sleep at night and I'm working on ways to uh, go to sleep at night. And and one of those things is I try to put my phone in like a separate room, but like, you know what, if I have like Lana or, or, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody's texting me and they're like, are you watching this or this or whatever? Then I'm on my phone. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm not, it's a, it's an issue. Mm -hmm. It used to be even a worse, it used to be a worse, but People brought to my attention, like, I'm having a conversation with you. <laughs> right. I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I make a conscious effort now to put my phone away, like, mm. to not do this. But there's an article that just was out, and I posted it on Facebook, and it talked about scrolling through your phone. And you say you're so busy, but look at your time that you're on, like, online. And I'm a person yeah. who's on social media all the time because I promote, promote, promote. And then... You look there, and I had it like say something ridiculous. Like one time, I was like, I cannot believe that I was on that app. And how many times can you look and scroll and see that it says you've seen all the stories, blah blah blah? Mm, right. But I'm still scrolling. I'm right. still scrolling like I'm searching, like searching for something. So, yeah, and the schedule for me, and, and and one other thing about being organized, I do not. My event is not unorganized. Mm. I'm very detailed. Cinnamon knows this. Yes. Very detailed. Lots of emails. Mm-hmm. Lots of yes. information. And very structured on event day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not being structured. Not having all these things go out. That gives me the worst anxiety. Mm-hmm. Now if you come into my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> that is all over the place. The place. I'm going to go home and kick some shoes right when I walk in the door. <laughs> Straight up. Like it's like oh man this is right here. Like it's going to be crazy. Yeah, go out to market. Yeah, it's all a mess. All a mess. Uh, so, Kiki, what can we expect from you from you next? Do you have, like, any other projects coming up? Um, do you guys do, like, any, like, pop-up anywhere at all, like, downtown or anything? Because mm. I know they have, like, Market Thursdays and, and Market Fridays and stuff like that where they do, like, the produce yeah. and everything. So we used to pop up on occasion. Um, we did the winter market for Ford. Mm-hmm. Um what last month? Oh, mm-hmm. how was that? Um, well, so it was the crazy snowstorm the weekend that yes. we did it. So yes. yeah, oh it was God. not that great. Yes. But you know, it was nice to be in that space at the train station mm-hmm. with Ford, who are so far really good neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also did the winter market last year. It was it last year? Maybe the year before? I think it was the year before. Year I before, that. yeah, for um, Bedrock Quick and Loans, whatever mm-hmm. that was. Um, so that was interesting too. But I think after that, we've realized that 
We have so much product. Um, and for us, we also have a brick and mortar. So it became a little less about taking it somewhere and bringing people to us. To your space. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. yeah. You want people to be familiar and, and know you're right there. And like, yeah. you guys are so close to downtown. You're in Corktown, yeah. too. So it's like, it's super close. Super I close. just know that, um, you know, a lot of like different people do those markets and stuff like that. So I was yeah. just, just curious about that. And do you and Rahani have any other businesses opening up? Any other? Do you guys plan to expand at all? Or yeah. on a low? So there, um, I can't. I can't say, I can't make an announcement. I can't say exactly what we have in the works, Mm -hmm. Um, but there are some very big plans coming up for this year um, here and potentially elsewhere. That's all I'll say. I like to hear that. (laughs) And Miss uh, on the schedule over here, besides you being at All Things Detroit, March 31st at the Eastern Market, um, what do you have coming up? I have several shows coming up. I am doing one in Northville at the end of March. Matter of fact, the same weekend as All Things Detroit. Friday and Saturday, oh. I will be in Northville, wow. and then Sunday, I'll be at All Things Detroit. I know that's the way my crazy mind works, and I do crazy stuff like that. <laughs> it's fun. But that, that gets me high. It gets me excited, mm-hmm. you know, doing events like that. But I'm actually cutting back this year. Last year, I did 42 events. Wow. wow. This year, the goal is 24 <laughs> You did okay. 42 last year. That's, that's I did 42. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot. It's almost yeah. every single week. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, the year before that, I did 53. A lot of them were double booked, but I okay. had help. Okay. So she would do some shows and I would do it. And I said I was going to cut back. I didn't. This year, I'm trying to stick to two shows a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't yeah, hold me to you that. Your, this is your full time. So it's this like, is yeah. full time. This, this is how I pay the bills. This is how I feed my... This, this is me. This and how is, long has it been full-time for you? It's been full-time for about 10 years. Oh, wow. Nice. That is Yep. I um, I actually stopped working mm-hmm. when my daughter was eight months old. I had health issues, and I had to have a surgery. But they scheduled the surgery so, so far out that I couldn't get a job mm. because of the issue. Mm-hmm. And then when I had the surgery, um, it just was a monopoly, a whole bop, 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 bop. Mm. And then it got to the point where the you know the doctor was like, "You can't do this. I'm gonna have to put you on disability." And it's like, like thirty years old. What are you? <laughs> what, are you yeah. what are you talking about? So I was like, okay, this originally was a hobby, but like I told my sister, if I can't have fun with it, then I can't do it. You know what I mean? It has to be fun. So, like my website's been shut down since December because I like to make what I want to make. When I want to make before I make what you want me to make. <laughs> That's a whole lot. Okay. I'm just saying because I got to have fun with it and I got to play with it and I got to experiment and stuff. And then once, you know, the move for that is over, then bring on what do you want? You want 10 Mama Rose Gardens candles? I got you. Chances are they're already made because mm-hmm. I was experimenting and probably was on this. I get like these crazy highs mm-hmm. where it's like your anxiety's like 10. You go, you go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, watch out when it hits. <laughs> okay. My daughter hates it. And, you know, I, you ever hear people say, like my sister, they come home from work and that's all they talk about? Mm-hmm. She says, Ma, let's talk because you not talk about candles. Oh, my God. Oh. My sister does that. Yeah. My sister said to me, she says, you know, I, I'm proud of you, but, like, you just talk about, like, work so much. And it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit mm-hmm. because I just feel like, I don't know. I'll listen to her. Especially when you're excited about something. Yeah, and and it was like, 
You just kind of talk about it like all the time. Yeah. And I make and it's so funny because I kind of make a conscious effort not to talk to yep. her about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then for okay. her to say like you do kind of like talk about it a lot, but it's what I love to do. It's not like I'm talking about like, you know, yeah, at that moment, that's when I mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, and you too, Jennifer, we need a social life. <laughs> that is true. Because so, I feel like if we had one, we well, probably wouldn't bore our family members with everything. But I mean, it is what it is. I, there's, I have nothing else. People talk about what they what they're excited about, what's mm. in their life, what makes them happy, what keeps them going. For you, it's all things Detroit. For me, it's pouring candles, coming up with new formulas. Right. And, new and it really yep. needs yep. to be Van Lathan or something like that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, I, you know, I've been single for eight years. I know, right? Eight. I got you beat. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I feel like if I was not single, I probably would not be if I had As I was dedicated. engaged to be married at one point and we broke up mm. but if we did get married I would not have asked Jennifer there would be no all things Detroit mm-hmm. because so? the, it wouldn't have been I was a different person that was okay. a different I was in a different form of myself mm-hmm. and it wasn't like you know I've always worked I've always had jobs but like you know I had to change my way of thinking about things mm-hmm. and so if I had been married and all that I would not be doing what I'm doing so it was not meant to be for me to be married yep. and I feel like in this eight years that I've had of being single I've learned a lot about myself uh, to how to in my every day is to be a better person mm-hmm. uh, and talk about that but also I had to reach a certain level that I'm happy with with myself that's right to even be with anybody mm. else and so I think about if I was in a relationship would I be able to like balance like dating somebody and then mm-hmm. doing this but in this year as I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about life and I'm thinking about everything I feel like I do want to share my life with mm-hmm. someone like because you have all the success and at the end of the day you're going home and so an empty pillow my laptop is in the bed with me yeah. sorry and not <laughs> anything else <laughs> yes you know what I mean so yeah. yeah yes I would definitely get a social life in the very very near future but you should come to the party girl and, and get your life I'm just saying I'll be there okay the only problem is you know I don't go out so I gotta go shopping because <clears throat> I have no. like I don't want to say mom clothes, but I don't have sexy adult go out and hang but out with girlfriend clothes. It's just relax. You come, you come casual. Girl, right. I ain't got that either. If, <laughs> if if I if I had my choice, I'd wear an all things Detroit sweatshirt and be good with it. <laughs> but every when we were in New York and it was New Year's, my friend Lana said to me, "We're going to dinner." No sweatshirt. Like, that was, like, what oh. they said. Like, no <laughs> right. sweatshirt. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man. But for me, like, a sweatshirt and jeans is, like, relaxed. But mm-hmm. everything is, is casual, and it's just a good time. But uh, is there anything? So, Kiki, thank mm-hmm. you, ladies, so much for being here. I know we kind of got off the subject of, like, planning and, and doing things better. But where can we find you, Kiki? Like, where can everybody find you and your amazing store and your Instagram and everything? Sure. Um, so, um, The Farmer's Hand is uh, Instagram, and uh, Facebook is The Farmer's Hand. Uh, you can also look at FarmersHand.com, our website. With Folk, we are FolkDetroit.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook as Folk Detroit. Um, I am Kiki. You can probably find me on <laughs> online if you look. My pages aren't private, but <laughs> um, follow the businesses. We're located in Corktown at 1701 Trumbull, um, right, between, um, or right at the corner of uh, Trumbull and Bagley, two blocks south of Michigan. Awesome. And they definitely have to come to Folk. And I don't think I've eaten Folk. I mm. love, 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 love the Farmer's Hand Coffee. I must say that. Thank you. I always have to stop and get a cup of coffee, especially when I'm headed to Southgate uh, to see my parents. I'm like, let me stop and get a little coffee. And where can we find you next? Um, 
I will be at All Things Detroit. March 31st. March 31st. That's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, two days prior to, I will be in Northfield at the Handcrafters. Is at the um, Northfield Community Center. And if you need me before then, I am actually in 12 Oaks Mall at a store called Artisan Michigan Market. And you can find me in the same market in Southland Mall. So, oh, I didn't know that you were you're in there now. So do you go and actually work in the store too? No. Okay. I, I don't have time for that. Oh, it doesn't fit into it doesn't fit into her timeline for real. It doesn't fit into my timeline. And then I um, I'm in a store in Romulus. Um, I think it's called Abernathy and Pickles, which is downtown Romulus. And there's a new store opening up. It's called the Artesian Shop. It's in Berkeley on Twelve Mile Road. And I actually went there today and set everything up. So yeah. Love Besides that. that, you can order online at mydelightfulsense.net. Or if you're interested in dial clothes and headbands, it's delightfulribbons.com. It's the same thing for um, Facebook, Delightful Ribbons or Delightful Sense. And I'm also on Instagram under my Delightful Sense. Well, thank you, ladies, so much. And thank you, everybody, for listening to Ask Jennifer, the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and that's Ask Jennifer, A-S-K-J-E-N-N-Y-F-E-R. Also, you can go to AskJennifer.com slash podcast and listen to all of our episodes. And thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Shop local, shop small, a place where you can buy everything and all. Yeah, you got it all things in Troy. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.